Welcome to the Business Benchmark Group podcast, where you'll learn how to think strategically about your business and discover that while business is not easy, it doesn't need to be hard. With over 20 years experience in turning stalling businesses into thriving enterprises, here is your host, Stefan Kazakis, the founder and CEO of Business Benchmark Group. Hi, I'm Stefan Kazakis from Business Benchmark Group and welcome to this week's episode of our podcast series. Today we're going to be talking about you know, the importance of, of, of knowing who you are and what you do and specifically who you do it for. And if you have those three areas really clear, then it makes it a lot more um, easier and a lot, lot more straightforward for who it is that you're bringing in to become part of your team and part of your organization. And ultimately, the enhancement, the lifting of the average known as your team and your business and how you go about doing what you do and who you do it for, and ultimately, exactly what you want to be building to a whole new level. So the building of team, the building of an A-grade team, the building of something that continues to elevate a standard and be, I guess, the reputation, the benchmark, the top 5%, the top 1% of an industry, whether it's local, whether it's global, whether it's in your own postcode, it makes no different difference as long as you're really clear about who it is that you serve, what it is that you're serving them with, and how it is that you're going to be building a team that ultimately, you know, lifts the average of not only the best performers on the team and the best customer-centric people on the team, but the ones that ultimately will go on to become future leaders in their own right. I look forward to uh, feedback and, again, your, your continuous support for our podcast series. And remember, at Business Benchmark Group, we're dealing with real people who have real opportunities and real challenges, and we deal with it in real time. We are a business that focuses on real results with a very customer-centric and customer support being our ethos for how we go about it. Power to you. Look forward to your feedback. Your, your team, your team. If you if you ensure that your team is empowered and and you know culturally there's this underlying ethos that you know if we fail we all bleed. You know we're we're in this together. It doesn't matter who the owner and who has the greatest shareholding is. I mean, at the end of the day, we're all committed to a journey and a destination. And every other day, when you think about it, you know, when, when it comes to your team and, and your business, you're, you're investing anywhere between 50 to 60% of your working life, of your living life, you know, at work. So if that's the case, then you're gonna, you, you gotta do your best to surround yourself with, with people and ultimately keep on building that with the right type of people. I, um, I, I, again, through my journey and my learnings, I, um, I've come to realise that if, um, as long as I have a clear mind as to who we are and what we do and who we do it for, and then I'm very, again, um, consistent with that conversation, then, then the hiring of people and the next add-on or the next add-ons as I mentioned earlier, should only do one thing, and that's just lift the average. And it's not even about skills and experience. I mean, when I'm in an interview process, the one thing I'm looking for, and I don't generally get involved in first interviews, I get involved in either second or third interviews, right? The one thing I look for when it, when it, when it comes to literally my five minutes of conversation in a second or third, um, a third um, interview is, I'm just looking for um, something that demonstrates 
that that human being that might be on my team in the future has turned a problem into an opportunity. I'm looking for that in people, whether it's entry-level jobs or it's actually, you know, higher up the food chain jobs. I mean, if they're joining my team, I'm not, yes, I'm, I'm excited about their credentials and their skills and their experience and where they've learnt their craft and, and what have you, but I'm way more excited about how can they demonstrate that they have turned a problem into an opportunity? How have they turned up for the first, second and third interview? Did they turn up five minutes before it was due and did they do some research and preparation? Remember, transferable skills includes analytical skills. Analytical skills is about uh, you know, being, being critically in your thinking about what do I need to know about you being my future employer or my place of growing my next stage in a career? So look for people that have turned problems into opportunities. Find something. Even, even in the lowest entry level jobs, there is something that will demonstrate care factor and that's, that's the type of person you need on your team, particularly if we are focused on progression and not perfection. The other thing you need to understand when it comes to building team and, and, and growing businesses is, um, you know, when it's all done and dusted, when it's all done and dusted, they could be the most experienced, the most credentialed individual, but if the culture fit is wrong, it won't last six months. Does that make sense? If the culture fit is wrong, it makes no difference how experienced or how good they are. If the culture fit is wrong, it generally has issues in the first six months and, and definitely doesn't last longer than six months. And as an, a, I guess, as a leader and or a management team, you've got to be swift. You've got to be swift in moving out dead wood. It's no good holding on to people who have the greatest skill and have the wrong attitude. It will kill your business, right? I want to share as part of our think tank as part of our think tank, and this is how we grow through 1 million to 2 million to 5 million to 20 million to 50 million and beyond. Not plumbing, beyond. To infinity and beyond, where is he? <laughs> I love that. I mean, you know, we're having my uh, son's 16th birthday in a couple of weeks' time and I'm still going to buy him that, that Buzz Lightyear cake because he so reminds me of that one-year-old little, one, one year old little boy he was. So these are the three P's of business, a very generic framework for which anyone in business um, in, in any corner of the world needs to abide by. The three P's of business is the people, the product and the processes. Always starts with the people. If you're running a business, you're running something that is not just you. If it's you just in the business, it's a job, just a glorified job. So it's going to take people to grow a business. It's going to take a product that is consistently innovated and improvised to be a better level, a better, a better uh, I guess, solution for the, for the market that needs it, a better, a better scratch for the itch that the market is looking for, the product, the service. Processes, we need predictability. They don't need to be perfect, but they need to give people something to go back to, to ensure, am I or am I not doing the right thing? So these are the three Ps of business, and every business in this room, including Business Benchmark Group, has an element of people, product, and processes. It's very important that we're constantly reviewing and analysing, and not other than being okay with the brutal truth as to whatever you feel it is, the next question must be, what am I doing about it? Resist kicking yourself in the, uh, in the shin as to, oh, it's not good as, as good as it's going to, as it should be. 
be committed to how do I improve this? What are the next steps to improve any one of these if they're not, in your opinion, and ultimately justified by data in the right perspective? The thing I want us to really focus on is, and this is about, you know, if you want to grow an A-grade team, if you want to grow a high-performance team, if you wish to be the leader and or owner that builds a legacy business, so that's a business that outlasts you. In other words, you are okay for it to be around in 100 years, long after your death, right? And that's what we should all be aiming for. We should all be aiming for growing a business that's going to outlast us. Otherwise, you're wasting your time and your money doing what you do right now, and it's much easier being on someone else's payroll. Does that make sense? If you're not growing a business that's going to outlast you, then you need to have a really good look in the, in, in the mirror. And I'm not saying that because I'm here to judge you. I'm just here to say business is by far the most unbelievable money-making asset in terms of cash flow. What you do with the cash flow is a different workshop, right? However, positioning, this is the fourth P, positioning. How clear are you about who you are and what you do for the people you choose to do it for and how clear are you about the people you need on your team following the processes to deliver the product or service so that you have a reoccurring and referral-based business? How clear are you about what you do? I think of it this way, um, I'm a fairly private person and um, we, we love having people over for dinner and or lunch and Terry and I love entertaining at home but um, in fairness um, it's not something we do every week or weekend or, or what have you because I'm very, very, very careful about who I'm inviting in. Does that make sense? Sometimes I have no choice. They're blood related. <laughs> so we, we, have, we have functions at restaurants with big spaces. <laughs> but um, no, so, so what, what, I'm, what I'm getting at is it's that same sense of responsibility and security at the door, let's call it, about who you're letting into your team, but not being so protective that no one can come in. Does that make sense? Being so protective that you know, we're just looking for perfection versus progression. I look for people, I look for that just one thing that demonstrates for me that they have turned a problem into an opportunity. I look for that. But in fairness, my opening line or my opening lines as to who we are and what we do and the importance to me, it's not unusual for me to go on for about 10 to 15, 20 minutes in that first part of a third interview being really clear about what's important to me. I'm not at this point really excited about what's important to them. That's coming. Does that make sense? But the most important thing for me is being really clear about what's important to me and how keeping this thing that we are growing and this, this, this business that we're building and the reputation that it's continuously one layer, one client, one success story, another hero being a business owner being added into it, I want to protect that. And we have a team now that is as diligent in protecting that.
Hi, I'm Stefan Kazakis from Business Benchmark Group, and welcome back. I hope you really enjoyed, I guess, you know, the distinct messaging in that uh, in that podcast, and how how I guess sometimes we just so get caught up in the conveyor belt and the uh, and the journey of business and life, and and as much as we're doing our best to stay in our lane, what we typically forget is that uh, you know progression is way more important than perfection. What we typically, I guess, leave at the uh, at, at the front door, typically only because we're in autopilot many times, is the the ability to keep on influencing and raising the bar as to who we are and what we stand for and how it is via a scoreboard we keep engagement across our total team and our total stakeholder environment as to are we or are we there in, in terms of the direction that we're going and the and the success that we're seeking and ultimately the impact and reputation that we are totally committed to uh, achieving you know it, it, it is so important to keep on remembering it as as business owners and leaders and and influencers. I guess you know our job is to be the guide. So the moment we choose who it is that we're guiding and ultimately solving and and rectifying and or improving problems, issues, frustrations, desires, the moment we decide who it is that we're doing that for and we're building a team and therefore predictability for how and what and who does what by when, we have a better chance at being a uh, at a place, particularly in the second and third phase of business, SME business, in that second to fifth million dollar uh, stage where you know things become a little more easier and a lot more predictable and therefore leverage and scalability become your biggest challenge, which bring that one on any any day. So I'm Stefan Kazakis, Business Benchmark Group, empowering business owners to achieve continuous, continuous business and life success. For more information about Business Benchmark Group's coaching, education and training programs, visit businessbenchmarkgroup.com.au or call 03-9001-0878. If you liked this podcast, please rate it on iTunes, Stitcher or SoundCloud and leave feedback as well. Stefan shares so much value in all his podcasts and we encourage you to go through the archives and listen to other episodes of the Business Benchmark Group podcast. Thank you for listening.